must always come to you. Bible must come alive to you. The revelation of the word of God, the Rema, must come out of Logos for you. If you are so attached to your past, it will be difficult to see opportunities in the moment. It will be difficult for you to enter into your, the prophetic future. He has turned our morning into dancing. And without that dancing, there cannot be a step of faith into our future. There is a plan for you to move forward. You must align yourself with the plan. You, you got to get rid of everything that is stopping you from going. For like three, four services, I want to share... Um, I've always known that we are going to close the year on the note of um, dynamics of the Holy Spirit. Dynamics of the Holy Spirit. Um, I just want to lay a foundation today and then I'm going to continue um, next Sunday. Um, you were not here on Wednesday. Please, if you are around church in Ikeja or anywhere you could easily access church on Wednesday, it's good you come. All right? And if you can access online, um, also make sure you are part online. It's very important. Um, we shared something last Wednesday, um, which is also a series. Like on Wednesday, I'll be looking at that, doing the impossible. Like I told you, the Holy Spirit told me to share on doing the impossible. All right? So uh, make sure you don't miss Wednesdays um, because it's very important um, that you... Uh, listening on one estate. Praise God. Dynamics of the Spirit. Now, when I'm talking about dynamics, dynamics has to do with, um, you know, there are two kinds of power deliberately in the Scripture, you know, basically. Let's just put it that way. Uh, we have dunamis, we have um, um, exousia. Exousia talks about the potentiality, potentiality, um, uh, why dunamis talks about the potentiality and actuality. So that means you don't just have, in, in where dunamis is concerned, we don't, you don't just have potential, it becomes, it's, it's released, it's, it's manifest. That's dunamis. Dunamis is what drives home everything God has told you. Dunamis is, you function by dunamis, you are in charge of everything on the earth. You don't just reign as a king, you get things done, all right, as a believer, Bible says we are kings and priests. You minister to God, you minister, minister to people. As a king, you have authority, you can declare, you can make things happen. But much more, with dunamis, you can be a walking uh, miracle agent. Let me put it that way. A walking blessing, a walking miracle agent. Don't forget that the covenant that Abraham had from God uh, is that he will be blessed and then it will be great and then it will be a blessing. And I know most of us expect to be blessed. You expect people to come and bless you and blah, blah. And God should use people, you know, to bless you. The Bible says give and then uh, it shall be given unto you. Shake it together, press, press down, running over. Shall men give to your bosom. So most of the time, our 98 or 99% expectation is that God should use men for us. Uh, but we never thought about God using us for men. All right? And it's in God using us for men, actually, that we are going to enter into the, the bulk of the blessing that God wants to bless us with. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, the dynamics take us to that realm. Dynamics. Dynamics. Dynamics speaks of potentiality and uh, Actuality it talks about the influence, power, and control of the Spirit of God. Is a driving power or driving force for movement and motion. A driving power or force for movement or motion is having a kind of divine ability to cause changes. To cause changes. Now you see something, you know, um, that you are not pleased with. You address it as a believer. Not waiting for a man of God. I'm not saying you don't need men of God. You need men of God to be touched just like in this meeting. As a matter of fact, we're supposed to come together like this and then be ministered to, empowered, strengthened, and then you go into the world and cause changes. All right? You understand me so far? Can you say amen? amen. So you must see yourself as a believer who wants to actually transform your environment. Who wants to transform his or her environment? Are you getting what I'm saying? As a believer who wants to have a better 
you know, influence out there, who wants to transform lives, who wants to minister to life, who wants to minister to soul, um, we shouldn't be coming to church um, to just be blessed. It looks like sometimes we can be a little bit selfish with God's, you know, that God should just bless me. Ah, oh God, just bless me and transform my life. And then blah, blah, blah. We are not thinking of every other person, you know, who is at the receiving end. So we are just more or less like, a channel which God wants to actually pour himself into and then through us get other people blessed, all right? Wants to get people in your village blessed, get your parents blessed, get your friends blessed, all right? Get everyone around you, even your enemies wants to get them blessed through you, praise God. Bible says he's the one that works in us, is the one that what, what? works in us both to will and to do of his good player. So that happens within us, and then it also happens through our life. The reason why God works in us is so that he can work through us. Glory to God. Bible says he's able to do exceedingly abundantly according to the power above what we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Now, that's Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Let's see that Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 together. All right? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now, let's read it together. One, two, three, go, everybody. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Now, this power we are talking about is the dunamis of God in us. It's talking about the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Now, you never need to look outside whenever there is a challenge because most of the challenges or all the challenges you are facing, they are outside. They are outside you. They are outside your spirit. They are outside your spirit man. They might have bombarded your mind, but they are outside your spirit man. Symptoms that you have in your body are sickness. is still outside. It's not in your spirit. The challenges, the addictions, the issues that you are having, they are all outside. They are not in your spirit. All right? So if you look at this scripture very well, you see that God can do nothing if power is not in us. Look at the scripture again. Give us, can you give us amplified version? Amplified version. Let's read amplified version together. One, two, three, go. Now to him who by in consequence of or of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far above and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. You see, all those things can be answered. Dreams are, can be answered. Hopes, thoughts, desires, prayers, infinitely beyond our... But this is what I want to... This is actually the point I want to show you. Now to him who by in consequence of the power... The action of his power. That's dunamis. You never have dunamis and hacked normal. All right? You don't do business the normal way. When you have power within your spirit. There are things to be comfortable to do. There are things you will not be comfortable to do. Not because the people you are dealing with are sinners. There are decisions not just because of that, because you are being guided and being led by the Spirit, the Spirit of God. So when I'm talking about dynamics of the Spirit, we're talking about the, the operational force of the Spirit from within you that propel you to act, that propel you for movement. Act 10.38. Act 10.38. Let's quickly see. I want to show you some things in the scripture because this is just like the foundation. We are getting into it big time. You can't enter 2020. If we had known that 2020 was like this, we'll have done like 45 days prayer and fasting. Praise God. But you know then, when I announced that we're going to be doing one to seventh prayer and fasting every month, people did not understand it. It's now that people understood I know it's not everybody that fasted. Some fasted first to three and the rest. It's not everybody that fasted. But you see, God has helped. 
God has helped you. Helped your faithfulness, your faithfulness, and God has, God is so merciful. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. How many of you know that God is merciful? <laughs> Somebody say, ah, he's merciful. It's true. It's merciful. It's merciful. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go, everybody. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. We are never saved and filled with the Spirit to be stagnant. We are never saved and filled with the Spirit to be stalked. We are never saved and filled with the Spirit to be stranded. How God anointed ordinary Jesus, that's why they had to use Jesus of Nazareth. Ordinary Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Now you can think of where you came from now. Put your name there as, in place of Jesus and put your village as Nazareth, in place of Nazareth. How God anointed Chukudi of Omuagu, something, something local government, far in the eastern part. Anointed, where we can't even trace on the map. But Bibles, Bible says once the spirit comes into that life, it brought that person into limelight. It brought that person into limelight. He has a business, the business came into limelight. He had a family, he came to limelight. He had the career, came into limelight. Are you getting what I'm saying? The anointing can never keep you, all right, behind the scene. The anointing, we always want to announce you and bring you to the platform. All right? So the power of the Spirit. Say, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Holy Spirit is the custodian of power. The dynamics of the Spirit is the workings of the Holy Ghost. Is the functionalities of the Holy Spirit. And this ought to be really studied in church and really talked about so that we know that nobody functions Nobody does anything as a believer, really, without the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit. Nobody. Nobody. I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And so I believe you are nothing without the Holy Spirit. All right? You are nothing without the Holy Spirit. Now we go deeper. Can you see that Jesus would not have gone about without the anointing of the Spirit and the power of the Holy Ghost? I wish I can take this kind of thing in a retreat session, we will be able to teach you for like five hours, non-stop. There is so much there. Bible says he went about. Nobody will tell you to go about. Once you are conscious that the grace and the power is within you, you will go about. There will never be any excuse for you not to go about. I shift my goals this year. I adjusted my goals from reaching 1 million customers to 20,000 customers. My friend, that's not a testimony of being anointed by the Holy Spirit. And I can show you. You know, this is about Jesus. We'll come back to Jesus later. Let's even go into the Old Testament and see what the Holy Spirit did with them in the Old Testament. Let's first start with Exodus chapter 20, 23. Exodus chapter 23. I want to read from verse 20. I want you to follow me. What I'm sharing with you is very important. I want you to follow me. You do nothing without the Holy Spirit. You do nothing without the Holy Ghost. You do nothing without God's Word. Holy Spirit and the Word of God, they are not different. They are like two sides of a coin. One cannot do without the other. Holy Spirit is actually the Word. The Word is the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Uh -huh. I don't have all the time to share that with you, but... Maybe later, in the course of the study. The spirit of truth is also the truth. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and the, to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Kai. Kai. This angel, can you see the capital A there? In the Old Testament, there's something that is called theophany. The appearances of God in the Old Testament. Have you seen, have you probably have seen some text about the appearances of God in the Old Testament? And then people tend to say, oh, it's, this, it's Jesus Christ that came in the Old Testament. How many of you have seen things like that before? You've heard, you've, I mean, oh, okay, not everybody, but I can show you. Now, you remember the three guys that were put in the furnace? 
And there was a fourth person. Do you remember? And then the king said the fourth person was like a son of God. Do you remember? Was like a son of God. So some people came to a conclusion and said, well, it was Jesus Christ that actually came. But there are things that Jesus Christ said that disputed that. He that came, came from above. Said nobody has ever come except he that came. Do you understand? So the Holy Spirit has always been here. According to Genesis chapter 1, Bible says the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep. The Holy Spirit has always been here. Are you getting what I'm saying? Heart was without form, void, and the Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep. The Spirit was there. The Spirit of of God was there, all right? Was there. It was there for action, but he couldn't act until God spoke. So you see the word of God and the spirit of God forming is what is actually called the creation. The spirit of God and the word of God. But let's leave that, all right? Let's stay with this place. He said, I send an angel before you. You know, in the Old Testament, they don't have the Holy Ghost, the angel within them. The angel, by interpretation, means a messenger. So, this I can prove to you that is the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. In Isaiah chapter 63, I think it should be chapter 63, chapter 63, verse 9, 10, 11, 12. Find out which one. It talks about the angel of his presence. Good, verse 9. In all their affliction, he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. You know, he was talking about that angel. Are you following me at all? He was talking about that angel. If you are still here, can you say amen? amen. Now, also, now I'm talking to people. Are you still here? Yes, sir. Praise God. He said, The angel of his presence, the angel of his presence. Oh, God. This is talking about the angel of his. How does this sound to you? Is it the angel that is in his presence or the angels that is of his presence or the angels that carry his presence? Which one? All of the above. <laughs> the easiest of the answers. The custodian of his presence. The one that commands his presence. The ones that when you have him in your life, you have every other thing you need. The angel of his presence saved them in his love and in his pity. He redeemed them. So it's the angel of his presence that redeemed. Angels don't redeem. I, you know. Oh, we don't know. Praise the Lord. Waymaker, miracle walker. Promise keeper lies in the darkness. That is who you are. Let's sing it one more time. Waymaker, miracle walker, promise keeper lies in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Look at it. That, that, when you say, look, let me tell you, Papa God is not doing anything here. <laughs> is God the spirit that is in charge of the affairs on the earth? And the angel of his presence saved them, and his love, and his pity, he redeemed them in his love. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old. He was talking about what I was reading to you. Exodus 23. He carried them. Go to the next verse. Look at what he said. The next verse of Isaiah 63 verse 10. I'm not done with that. Look at the next verse. He now told us who the angel of his presence is. Do you see the angel of his presence now? Let's read this verse together. One, two, three, go. But they rebelled and grieved his holy spirit. That's the angel of his presence. And he said, so he turned himself against them as an enemy, and he fought against them. This is the fourth person in the furnace. Praise the Lord. You know, he wants to get what you have never heard before. This is Mekidezek. 
who had no beginning, no ending. I know scholars have traced Mekidesek to, to descendant of shame. This is Mekidesek. Who came to take tithe and gave Abraham a blessing? Now, let's go and read the story Isaiah was prophesying about. Because I want to show you. Thank God for the grace of God. He doesn't fight us anymore. Glory to God. If the Holy Spirit should be fighting us under the grace, all of us will have died. Bible says he fought them when he rebelled. Now with rebellion, Holy Spirit is still hoping you repent. <laughs> That's what the blood of Jesus did. Glory to God. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. I say thank God for the blood of Jesus. Can you say thank God for the blood of Jesus? That's what the blood did. Exodus chapter 23 now. Exodus chapter 23. Let's read verse 20 together. One, two, three, go. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. God will never lead you in the way and bring you to a place he had not prepared. If he did it for them in the Old Testament, we have much more in the New Testament. So I don't need to now start telling you that Lord, prepare a place for me. Prepare a place for me. He already prepared it. Is that clear? Your next, your next 80 years is prepared. Is prepared. But you see, you will not enter into your next 80 years, the fulfillment of your destiny, without the Holy Spirit. Because he's the one to take you there. Are you getting what I'm saying? 2021 is prepared. 2021 is prepared. I know if you are to close your eyes and open it now, you can say January, I'll be in Chicago. February, I'll be in Botswana. Do you understand? You can fill your calendar by yourself. But the truth is this. The one that knows everything about 2021 is the Holy Spirit. I send an angel before you to keep you. Is to keep and then in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. That is loaded. But let's move. I want to show you something. He said, beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him. All these ones, can, God doesn't talk about angels like this. Angels are not to be afraid of. Angels are not to be, are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, 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 do not provoke angels. Do not, you know, angels will just be looking at you. Angels don't, they don't do, they are ministering spirits that are sent or attached to us to run errands on our behalf. Those are angels, ministering spirits. It's so funny. You can be looking for a fire. I say, angels, where are my fire now? And then before you know it, you'll see your fire around one corner. You see that? Look at what the scripture says. It says, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. Nezbas. The Bible says, but if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and adversary to your adversaries. Verse 23. I said, for my angels will go before you and bring you into the, into the Amorites and Ittites and the Perizzites and Canaanites and Evites and Jebusites, and I will cut them off. He's even saying your angel. He said, the, he said my angel will take you into facing with your enemies. So there are certain difficulties you are facing right now that angels, the Holy Spirit arranged it. Praise God. And the reason why he arranged it is because he's to keep you and make sure you are victorious. Move on. And then he says that you shall not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do according to their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. So he's saying you overthrow, you have dominion. Verse number 25. So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Glory to God. 
Now, he continues to explain something. Now, this is the experience, the first-hand experience of the church in the wilderness with the operation of the Holy Spirit. Now, this angel is talking about is the pillar, the cloud in the day. Do you remember? And then the pillar of fire in the night. Praise God. The pillar of fire in the night and then the cloud in the day. Now let's stop there. Move to Judges. Judges chapter 3. Let's read verse 9 to 11. When the children of Israel cry out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the children of Israel who delivered them, Othniel, the son of Canaan, Caleb's younger brother. Verse 10. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him and he judged Israel. He went out to war and the Lord delivered Cushan Richard Haim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand and his hand prevailed over Cushan Richard Right, <laughs> uh, Praise God. I don't live there, so. So the land had rest for 40 years, then Othniel, the son of Canaan, died. Now, take note of what I want to show you here. A land had rest for 40 years because the Spirit of the Lord was upon a man. Are you getting what I'm saying? They were suffering until the hand of God come up, came upon a man and he went to war and overcame and that land had rest. You know, some of us, we don't know what God has done for us in the, in the New Testament. We need to be aware of it, all right, that he has given us so much that we are not supposed to be restless. And even people around us are not supposed to be restless. In Exodus chapter 23, chapter 33, if you read from verse 12, you know, Moses was talking to God about the presence that I won't allow, you know, blah, blah. I would have loved to read it, but because of time. You know, Bible says he talked with God. Let me, let me read some parts. He said, then Moses said to God, see, you said to me, Bring up these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Let's read verse 11. I want to show you something in verse 11. Verse 11. It says, so the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. Now take note, face to face, as a man speaks to his friend. If I is only a bold man that speaks to his friend face to face. Most friends... It's not face-to-face. People deceive themselves a lot. But speak to your friend face-to-face. You are, you are truly a friend. And he will return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man did not depart from the tabernacle. That's a follower. That's a Timothy of the Old Testament. Go to the next verse. And then we read this, verse 13. And then look at what God said. Now look at what he said. He said, now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me your now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. Verse 14. And then he says, and he said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Somebody say rest. rest. He said, my presence. Look at the way he wrote presence. My presence. The, that, is that same angel? My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And Moses said, well, if your presence won't go with us, it's better we just stay here. He understood it, that by themselves, they could do nothing without God's presence. So when we say we have the Holy Ghost, we have the action. That's what it means. We have the protection. We have the provision. We hope to move forward in life. You see that? So don't take us away from here. You know, there's something I learned from here. It was that, it said, if I find favor on your side and I've received grace, and then later I now say, started saying, show me your glory. 
Now, you know that glory doesn't come because the platform for glory is grace. So Moses understood the protocol in his presence, and then he said, Father, show me your grace. He said, show me your grace. Let me know your way. Let me find grace in your sight. And then God said, okay, my way, your grace. Everything you need about my grace and everything you need about my way is in my presence, the Holy Ghost. He's actually going to show you the way. He is the way, the truth. You see that? And then he's going to show you my way. And then he is the custodian of my grace. And then the glory, the Holy Ghost. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 36. Hmm. Ezekiel 36. Verse 26. Ezekiel 36. Verse 26. He said, I will give you a new heart and I put a new spirit within you and I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Now, this is what has happened. This has happened to every one of us as a believer. So, this is prophet prophesying about what God was going to do. He said, well, you've been having a very terrible heart. You are so rebellious. You will see miracles. You know the heart. You know that this is the hand of God. When he, he brought food for you, brought water, brought this when you needed all those things, you know, Red Sea to part, and then Jordan to part, you saw the act of God. And yet, you did not really, you did not really align with God. So what, what was difficult, why it was difficult for them is because they didn't have the spirit of God within them. So they knew the acts, they didn't know the way. But Moses understood the way. All right? So now look at it. So the prophet was prophesying here, was telling them about what God was going to do. And he says, I'm going to take away the art of stone. I'm going to give you a flexible heart, the fleshy one. Next verse. And then he says that I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my... Why is it that the first thing was to walk? I will put my spirit, capital S. Now, he said, I'm going to put a new spirit within you. Go to verse 26. Let me show you something in verse 26. You see, this is capital X. The one in verse 26 is small letter S. The small letter S is your own spirit, the spirit man. You are a spirit man, you have a soul, and you live in the body. Somebody say, I'm a spirit. I'm a spirit. Look at your neighbor, say, hello, spirit. Hello. Now, your spirit, your, 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 your neighbor is actually a spirit. Our flesh is a good packaging to our skeleton and our spirit to be really attractive. All right? We will all be the same. But it's flesh that distinguishes us. Or there are fine skeletons. And a handsome skeleton. Beautiful skeleton. The first one says, I will put a new heart. A new spirit. Can you see? Small letter. Go to the next one. Verse, it said, I will put my spirit within you. I will put a new spirit. I will put my spirit within you. So what has happened here is this. And it has happened to us. When you confess and believe Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, God recreated your spirit. Your spirit came alive. You became born again. You, you, you became so sensitive to God in the spirit. You came alive. You are not dead spiritually anymore. You are spiritually alive to God. Look at what he said. He said, and cause you to walk. So I will now put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status. So his status is his word. And cause you to walk according to my word. Now, he's, he's saying that you are not going to struggle by yourself to walk. I am the one that is going to cause you to walk. Dynamics of the spirit. This is not just about you getting healed or getting people healed. This is primarily, look at what he said. This is primarily about being in alignment with God and his will for your life cause you to walk according to my word. Walk in my status. 
and you will keep my judgments and do them. He's saying you will, have, you will not have energy, grace to carry out what I demand of you. Uh, if you meditate this place, addiction will blow in your life. If you meditate on this place, you'll find it difficult to struggle with sin. That's the truth. Except they've cornered you. And if they've cornered you, there's remedy. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Are you still here? Have you heard something? So we have two kinds of spirits now, right? Number one is the one that is our spirit man, right? And then we have the Holy Ghost, my spirit, which is represented with capital letter S. But he said, with your new recreated spirit, you can't still keep the commandment until I impart or give unto you my spirit. So that's what they didn't have in the whole testament. They used to disappoint God. Any little thing, they would disappoint God. They would complain. They would murmur. They would say all kinds of stuff. So they were, but they couldn't. But now we have the spirit of God. Somebody say, I have the spirit of God. Are you glad you have the spirit of God? Somebody say it loud. Say, I have the Spirit of God. Say, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. So you see what he's saying? When you have the Spirit of God within you, you walk. Somebody say, I walk. According to his status. <laughs> oh, glory, glory. Now, let's, let's pause here. Let me give you a scripture before I close. I enjoy what I'm sharing with you, but it's not what I share 30 minutes, 40 minutes, all those things. It's, I, I'm, I've not scratched what I wanted to share. I've not, I'm just giving you, showing you, you know what they call me, the man. You know those um, appetizer, you know what you call it? You call it appetizer, right? First course, second course, third course, fourth course, fifth course, sixth course, tenth course is the main one. By the time you take all the courses, your life will never remain the same again. Somebody say, I have the Spirit of God in me. How many of you have speak in tongues? You speak in the Holy You speak in tongues. You talk in the, be bold if it's your hand if you talk in the Holy Ghost. All right? Put down your hands. Oh, almost all of us. Oh, all right. Ah. Keep that scripture, but we are going to show us Psalm 19. I read Psalm 19 to pastors in our retreat, and I want to read it to you. Psalm 19 from verse, I think that should be from verse, uh, is it verse 8 or 9 or whatever? Yes. Let's see verse 7. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go. This is the description of the word of God. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple, powerful. The next one, the status of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. So when he says that you will walk in my status, he's talking about his word. He's talking about his word. His word are two kinds, the written and the spoken. You will see the written and you will hear the spoken. You will not just hear the spoken, you will walk in it. Child. You know, it's one thing to see healing in the scripture. It's another thing to live a healthy life. That is what he's saying. He said that can only happen by my spirit. Dunamis. It's one thing to see prosperity in the Bible. That you know the grace of God that he became poor. That through his poverty, though he was rich, that through his poverty we should be what? We should be rich. It's one thing to see prosperity in the scripture. Prosperity is another thing. To live a prosperous life. In fact, it's better not to see prosperity in the scripture, all right, than to see and not live a prosperous life. How many of you understand what I'm saying? You know that this is your meal, and you have been served the meal, and you cannot eat. It's frustrating. But God is saying, you can't live a prosperous life without my spirit. 
Dynamics of the Spirit. Dynamics of the Spirit. You see that? The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Can you see that? The next verse. And they said, the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous all together. Next verse. And then he said, more to be desired are they than gold. He said, you put the word of God as a priority. There is nothing. Then it was gold. Even up to now, gold is still much more relevant. So, you know, there is nothing you think of now. Maybe you put Bitcoin. More to be desired than Bitcoin. More to be desired than diamond. More to be desired than weak. More to be desired. Than car. So it means that when you wake up, if your investment is what you think of the first time, you are wrong. Now, let's tell ourselves the blunt truth so that we can actually have what you go after God, you have the gold. You go after the gold, you miss God. That's just the blunt truth. In Job 22, I don't have all the time to read it. If you read from verse 21, it says, Acquaint yourself with God and you lay up gold as dust. That's what the scripture says. It's a deception. It's called deceitfulness of riches to go after money. Oh, pastor, don't have like you don't need money. God is saying you need money but you will not go after it. God, in fact, Bible says that God knows that you are in need of the money. You don't, look to F. Bible says God knows that you are in need of money to pay bills. But it says that that's not going to be the first thing you think about. You wake up, you think of your lover. You go to bed, before you go to bed, you think of your lover. Your lover is God. When I say lover now, some of you are smiling. Not the lover you are. You can lose your earthly lover if God is not a priority in your life. Dunamis of the Spirit. Have you heard something? I'm not sure. Somebody say, I have the Spirit of God. Say, I have the Spirit of God in my spirit. Say, I can walk according to his status. Say, I walk according to his status. I walk according to his status. Bible says, how Jesus of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Spirit and anointing, and he went. That's according to his status. You need to start doing some wenting about. Glory to God. <laughs> Look at your neighbor. Say, went about. Glory to God. Because he went. Somebody say, because he went. Because, because Jesus went. Say, you too went. <laughs> you have to be waiting about. Praise God. This year is not ended yet. I hope you know that. December is full of actions. And that action is going to be according to your favor. Everything will end up for your favor in Jesus' name. Amen. You are here, you're expecting somebody to ask you out. The person will ask you out in Jesus' name. Some, it's, that's how it came to my spirit. If you like, laugh about it. And when it happens now, they will now they will put it on their status and say, hey, hey, wala for who no find anybody to ask. <laughs> Why will it not be wala? When I spoke by the Spirit, <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> oh, come on, rejoice. Give him praise. Glory to God. Say after me. Say, I have no wala. Because I've got the Holy Ghost in me. Say, I have the grace to walk according to his status. Say, I'm full of life. I am full of grace. I'm full of energy. I'm full of power. Somebody say I'm anointed. 
by the Holy Ghost. Say, I'm anointed. Say, Lord, I'm anointed. Say, I refuse to be stranded. Oh, you are not saying it louder. Say, I refuse to be stranded. I refuse to be backward. I refuse to have a setback. I refuse to be a failure. I refuse to be a failure. I refuse to be a pauper. I refuse to be indebted. Say, because I have the Holy Ghost. Say, this year is ending well for me. Say, it's full of actions. Actions of the Holy Ghost. Say, I'm healthy. I am blessed. I am full of life. I'm productive. I'm fruitful. I am delivered. I'm liberated. I'm on top. I'm in charge. I'm a multi-millionaire. I'm a blessing. Come on, can you rejoice? Glory. Do you have the Holy Ghost? Hey, it's something. It's something to rejoice about. You understand what I'm saying? It's something, Madam. You know you are pregnant with wonderful baby, right? Now, are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? You know you are not the only one that know that know that know that you know that you know that you know that you are pregnant. Your husband knows, right? And people here too can see, right? That is the way being full of the Holy Spirit is. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the way being full of the Holy Spirit is. It's a reality. It's not, you're not being talking to it. It's a reality. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes you are struggling with something. You, you know, you know, <laughs> I was watching one of my mentors one day. He said, they told you your business is not selling and you have the Holy Ghost. You don't understand who, whose business should be selling. No, 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 whose business? They told you that they shot you Pepe from the village. Do you know Pepe? No alligator Pepe. They've been telling everybody your future is bright. They told you. We can't see it. And you have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> uh, we are just bringing the board from the, we are bringing out the board from the pocket. You know the way they say it. There are different dimensions of the spirit. Child, Lagos needs, I just sense it now, that Lagos needs this thing. Only God knows where we are going to stop. Oh. Dynamics of the spirit. Joy of the spirit. is the one that causes you to rejoice. In the midst of storm. is the one that, he said, you have my presence and you'll be at rest. A king won a war and the whole land was at rest for 40 years. Could it be that the reason why we have the present issues in this country is as a result of some people filled with the Holy Ghost couldn't win the wars politically? No, 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 think about it. Because there's supposed to be a rest being commanded by people filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't just speak in tongues. Enter into that awareness. Let it sink into your spirit that I have the Holy Ghost. The first thing you think about is not to go and consult your business book when you face business challenges or when you have a career challenge or you have a problem with your boss. You have the Holy Ghost. Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of God. He turns them whichever way he wants. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Submit interviews upon interviews. You go for them. You submit um, application and then you go for interviews upon interviews and you have not been taken and then you have the Holy Ghost on your inside. You have the Holy Ghost. That is the greatest advantage anybody can have. The greatest advantage. I'm not, see, you couldn't have been saved without the Holy Ghost. Bible says he redeemed them. I actually have a session I wanted to talk about that we were actually saved by the Holy Ghost. Bible says he redeemed them. Chai. Did he ask for the angels? The angel follow them. He's right there with you when you are asleep, when you are awake, when you are faithful, when you're unfaithful. Holy Spirit doesn't leave. You don't know. Holy Spirit, you can make him, you know, 
incapacitated because he couldn't, he would just be wishing that you, do you understand, adjust and be in alignment with him. I'm glad I have the spirit of God. I am glad I have the spirit of God. I'm glad I have. I don't know I would have been living my life without the spirit of God. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm blessed. I'm glad I have the spirit of God. I know the way. Glory to God. I know the way. 2021 is not going to be a strange year to me. I know the way. And if you know the way, you manifest the hearts. I remember back then on campus, when I, the Holy Ghost meetings, Holy Ghost meetings, people would go back home, the causing healing, doing this. Somebody called the parents, uh, you know, I just got healed from asthma, uh, of asthma from this meeting. Pray for our brother, pray for our mother. They were cleansed. I didn't pray for them. That's what the Holy Ghost can do to anybody. Holy Spirit. In a village, we went to go and do outreach. Two young people, I can't even remember their faces till now. We set people two by two to go into different, to go and preach so that people can come in the evening. Raw village, oh. somebody, a robber, who had ran away long time ago, like, like an asylum in that particular village. They just went, those two people, a lady and a guy, just went and preached. And the guy said he, he didn't know what came upon him. And he was just, he believed all they said, and he came to the meeting, and the guy started confessing. When the guy confessed what he did, what they, what they had done, how he escaped into that village. We knew it was not a matter for us. It was for higher anointed people. I'm not joking. If you see terrible thing, the guy was talking about. My friends prayed for him, prayed for him. I was the prayer secretary, they brought him to him. After they prayed, he was not delivered. They brought him to me. I was the Bible study secretary. And I could, could be very fast. I said, join your hands together, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Spirit, out. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Man, look at me. I look at him. I said, let's go and eat. That's what I told him. I said, let's go and eat. I have never disturbed myself. And because of the devil, miss a meal. For your information, I don't fast because I want to cast out the devil. That's the truth. I fast so that my faith can be strengthened and I can be in alignment with God. That's just the blunt truth. But then the resultant effect can be that demons will be what? Glory to Jesus. I hope you have been blessed. Come on, let's stand on our feet. I want us to rejoice one more time. Are you ready to rejoice? We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awopisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585-8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.